0: Hey, you. Yeah, you. you here for the show? Cool. Let's go over a couple rules. First, welcome and buckle up. Second, the views and opinions expressed do not reflect the views and opinions of the station sponsors or musical affiliations. And last but not least, if you should choose to stay, just remember, we warned you, And you're not responsible for the loss of any life, limbs, or mental stability.
1: Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings.
0: The
1: fun. We'll do it live.
2: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We will do it live. Welcome. You're listening to the Odd Pod. It is Friday night, and you're listening to us on TapDetroit.com. Oh my God, the powerhouse that is becoming TapDetroit.com. We have so many new shows, and I will get into that a little bit later. But tonight, I would like to introduce to you someone who I haven't seen face to face in two decades. That's 20 years for you kids out there that can't count past the fingers on your hands. Mr. John Fox. What up, Chris? Long time, man. Odd.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Odd. It, uh, come on now. It's been so long I gotta keep it formal.
2: Yeah, Chris t- Chris takes a back seat on Friday nights.
3: Well Mr. Odd, good to see you, man. Good to be back.
2: I'm glad that uh you were able to come out and do this, man. Oh, it, for sure. Especially since uh your friends with Planky, are our, our fearless leader. Of
3: course. I love that guy. If I wasn't married to my wife, I'd be propositioning him.
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure you could probably still get away with proposition. I might
3: him. be able to. I mean, what is it?
2: What, what is that? The Mormons that are allowed to do the
3: multiple wives
2: thing? Yeah, but, I mean, he's he wouldn't necessarily be a wife. Well, yeah. He could be a servant. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be perfect. Yeah, I love that
3: guy, though, for sure. Planky, if you're listening, love you, dude.
2: Uh, I'm imagining Planky in a gimp suit sleeping in a cage that's underneath a platform bed but maybe that's just my thing
3: all right now i'm starting to feel like i need to might walk away for a minute and uh, <laughs> take care of something but yeah oh, man. well you know where the bathroom is uh, yep, 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 yep,
2: yeah <laughs> but, yep. and uh the walls could use a fresh coat of paint anyways <laughs> i'll be painting
3: the ceiling when i'm talking
2: about planky <laughs> uh but no uh, uh planky is is a really great guy and I, I i can't uh i can't say enough good things about him i for love working sure. with him um you know, I, I, I love being the, the one that can help him bring the the dream that he has for Tap Detroit to a closer reality. Hell yeah, man. I've been wishing nothing but the
3: best for this guy. I know he's poured his heart and soul into what he's been doing. And yeah, this is just awesome, man. I mean, I haven't seen you in fucking 20 years, man. And now all of a sudden here you are and you're connected with my people and it's like...
2: I'm like a bad penny. I'll turn up anywhere. Hell
3: yeah, man. I love it, though, man. It's It's been way too long. I can't really wait is.
2: till all this nonsense outside is over and we can actually uh, get back to doing live and local shows again. That, that was part of the reason why I got into radio.
3: That same here, man. All the best people in my life I know because of local music. Uh, everybody, even my wife, dude, I, uh, everybody that I know I've met at a show or through somebody who knows somebody through local music that turned me on to a new band and like I feel like I'm more than a fan like just a part of it you know And now that you're back finally from Arizona after all these years I haven't seen you since fucking high school this is just cool man like you're right back into the mix you're connected with all the people that I already know it's like it's meant to be
2: you don't have to ask anyone how to get a hold of me (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, and it, it, it's been a, an adventure. I mean, you know, uh, after the show, if you got a little time, we'll sit and we'll actually get caught up proper. But For sure. uh, as far as tonight, we're gonna jump right in because uh, we've got a whole list of topics here to get through. And uh, right off the top, I want to talk about Cyberpian twenty seventy seven. Oh
3: yes, my new favorite game. I don't care what the console plub's got to say. PC Master Race has got it made when it comes to this game. I'm loving it. I'm See, loving
2: that, it. That's the thing. I'm not I, I'm I'm Xbox and I'm not noticing too many problems. Well, I know that the it crashed new, on me twice. Yeah,
3: the new generation consoles like the new PlayStation, the new Xbox, they haven't been having issues, but they never should have released it to the old gen consoles because they knew it wasn't going to be able to make it, but they you know, everybody's been bitching and whining. We need this game. We need this game. It's been eight years. But they're like, fine, here, have the game. And I don't, I'm not mad at them. I, I, I re, I'm really not. They, they did a great job on the game on PC and the new generation consoles, even though the version of the new generation console game hasn't even been released yet. Right. I mean, it's a fantastic game. Now, I am sick of the cops just spawning in wherever I'm at. That's the only That's thing.
2: That's GTA, bud. Nah,
3: <laughs> dude. GTA, they'd at least chase you whenever you're on yeah. this. I-, I could be in an elevator riding 13 stories up after killing somebody, and boom, there's a cop right behind me. Like They I'm... took the stairs. Yep, yep. But, okay, I'm done venting about the game. That's my only gripe. Right now, my wife is actually playing it. I bought it for myself. I've been dying to play this game forever. She never even knew it existed until about a month ago when I started saying, hey, I'm going to buy this game, and now I bought it. She's already like three times ahead through the main story than I am, and yeah. Same thing happened with Outer Worlds, you know. I buy, Outer Worlds was fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I buy a game that I love, though. I've been waiting for. I start playing it, and the next thing I know, my wife is, like, way further ahead of me. I got to you know, reminder not to spoil stuff. But, dude, it's it's great. I like it.
2: Yeah. yeah cyber like i said cyberpunk um i haven't had too many issues with a couple of textures and whatnot kind of loaded a little funky but um, yeah. and it only it's only crashed on me like twice it, nothing game breakings from what i've seen so far
3: yeah i mean one thing that i do have to complain about though is i cannot
2: have a high armor rating
3: without allowing my character to look ridiculous yeah <laughs> I, mean, I mean really my wife's character looks great in a pair of booty shorts but mine not so much but the armor rating is like 10 times more than a pair of leather pants.
2: <laughs> well, uh, the, the biggest thing with Cyberpunk, um, and I'm going to end up touching on this again because there's a, another topic about this a little bit later on. All right. Uh, the biggest thing with Cyberpunk is, is and and this goes with gaming in general, in my opinion, the, the gamers need to learn to chill the fuck out. You ain't lying. Because, yes, we get it. You want this game. You're excited for this game. You want to be able to play this game. You you, you want to shut up and take my money this game.
3: Flashback to Fallout uh, New Vegas? or uh, No, not New Vegas. 76. Uh, 76. yes.
2: But here's the thing. People like to forget, or uh, they seem to forget, that video games are works of art. They, they take are. time of course you know they got to be honed and refined there's like especially on new gen systems several million assets that have to be added in and it has to be tested and retested and made sure that you know all the the little kinks are worked out and even then even if they did take all that time and they do produce a a triple a game right out of the gate there's still going to be a little problems of here course, and there
3: especially when you're going multi-platform when you're going between pc and just console i mean even if you're just picking one console mm-hmm. okay you got to write a script, of code for the Xbox. Now for the PC. Okay, are they running AMD? Are they running Intel? Are they running NVIDIA? Are they running... I mean, you got so many different combinations, so many different options. They gotta fine-tune all this stuff. And then, you got the general public sitting there, we need this game, we need this game, and then... They just finally are like, here, have it. And now, oh, you just released an inferior product. Right. You well, can't
2: make people happy now. And with feeling that they, they are works of art in and of themselves, it's not like somebody was standing there over Van Gogh going, hurry the fuck up, you half-dead motherfucker. Of
3: course, of course. I, I totally agree. I mean, you got to be patient with these kind of things. If you want a triple A game, you got to wait for it. I yeah. Mean, I, we've already, like I said, the Fallout 76 thing. Even even I fell into the hype. I couldn't wait. I was a Fallout fan ever since Fallout 1. Mm-hmm. The original top-down isometric view, Fallout 1, Fallout 2, Fallout 3 came along and just blew my freaking mind. Right. That was Fallout
2: the, 3 is where I came in and that, then went back.
3: That was the game that fully solidified I am truly a PC gamer. Like This game is just incredible, especially on PC. And then New Vegas came out. Even though it was made by a different company, technically, or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was it was still great. It was amazing. And then Fallout Four came out, I'm like, meh, this is a good game. It looks polished and whatnot. But everybody was so hyped for seventy six. So hyped. And then yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, and and That's the thing is, like, there's another one, and it's actually the the next topic here. No Man's Sky was the same way. Exactly.
3: That game, even in its original release form, it was a great game. If you didn't listen to any of the news hype or anything like that, you weren't anticipating anything, and you just played the game unknowing, it was a great game,
2: right? Well, when I heard about when I got excited for No Man's Sky, I you know, I, it popped across my radar, and I started looking at it. I was like, "Huh, what is this?" So I started reading on it, and when they they started talking about like you know an infinite galaxy, essence, essentially you know billions of stars yep. that you can go to and visit with you know planets or space stations or you know items of interest, I'm like,
3: "Holy fuck!" That's kind of cool. It was great, and plus they promised player interaction. You know, if you go to a star system and name it for yourself, you're the first one to discover it. Your friends can go there and see, hey, this is the Odd Pod star system. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that was cool, but it never happened. Not on release anyway. Fast forward four or five years, now the game is what they promised on release, and it is a phenomenal game. I actually re-downloaded it once it came on Xbox Live Game Pass, because I got that on the computer, mm-hmm. and I started playing it again, and it's fun. It's yeah.
2: awesome. Well, I've been playing. I got my buddy, uh, one of my other co-hosts, Corey, into playing No Man's Sky recently, and now he's addicted. Yeah. like He gets off work, and the first thing he wants to do when he gets home is, like, I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to hop on. Come join me.
3: Yep. Now, one thing that once the No Man's Sky novelty wore off for me, it got me into Elite Dangerous. Have you ever played that?
2: No, but I have a friend who is a Twitch streamer that plays it, and I've seen it. Dude, that game, if you
3: have patience, that is a great game. And then I just bought the Oculus 2 Quest.
2: I saw it on the desk in yeah, the picture. And yeah, and
3: I got the link cable and whatnot. Bro, when you're sitting there commanding your own starship in virtual reality, you could turn around and actually see the interior of your starship. You're in a dog fight and you're actually, like, moving your hands, and... Oh, my God, dude. It's
2: incredible. You I gotta a, try it sometime. I have a friend of mine that plays a game called Star Citizen.
3: Yeah, Star Citizen is a great game. It was very rocky at launch because the developers promised all kinds of stuff, and the main thing is it's been an early access for... I, I don't... Don't quote me on this, but it's been almost a decade. Maybe more, maybe less, but... Yeah, and... People have sank tens of thousands of dollars into that game, maybe more.
2: So my buddy, uh, David, uh, you can find him on Twitch at a Shogun named David. Um, he has landed a product endorsement deal with Toby, the eye tracker. Really? Um, they're sending him one so he can do it, use it with his streams. He also recently put up a video where he built his own rig for his uh, controls. He's got the... the the like the airplane HOTUS. control yeah yeah
3: the hands-on throttle and sticks and yep.
2: he kept saying that you know playing it on the desk wasn't working for him mm-hmm. so he built a rig that straps to the arms of his chairs I've seen those That's to do awesome. that and uh david is uh, an amazing talent in and of himself david is a an effects artist out in california he does makeup effects and movie props and and make uh, and stuff like that like um, he did a, a diorama recently of a scene out of one of the episodes of. Season one of the Mandalorian, oh, and the dear. diorama looks like it jumped right off the screen. Nice. Like, David is amazingly talented. In fact, David's voice you'll hear a little bit later tonight. Um, there's a, a few new commercials that I've thrown in, and David's David voiced one of them for me. Um, so I I urge you all, if you're into watching video game streams or Twitch streamers, please go check out and, and follow A Shogun Named David.
3: Nice. I'll definitely do that.
2: But uh, with No Man's Sky, you know, getting Corey into it is his, has revitalized my love in it because I'm showing someone how to do it. But yep. w- my favorite thing to do with No Man's Sky is like to throw on a Spotify playlist in the background on the Xbox and just cruise, and just cruise yep. through space. That's how
3: I do with uh, Elite Dangerous. I'll, I'll I, I've got the three monitors set up. I know I'm you know. I'm bragging you're a PC now. gamer uh, you have to feel elite somehow yep yep but um, you know I'll have like my main monitor yeah. with the game and then over onto the side I'll have a YouTube whatever hole that I got sucked into playing and then over on the other side I have uh, the whole database the elite dangerous database going on and I, I totally nerd out and but I love it but now that I have the VR, the whole three monitor setup is nothing to me
2: anymore. It, it's kind I, of pointless. It, at this. It,
3: it, it really is. But the only thing that sucks is I can't just look over at a web page and see the next star system i got to fly to to get these resources. Now it's like, okay, you are the pilot of this starship. You're really flying around. So just, hey, wing it. Unless you want to sit there and control tab.
2: <laughs> Good luck. I'll, yeah. And
3: in VR, I'm sorry, that's very difficult. But
2: Give it time, they'll they'll figure something oh, out. Oh yeah,
3: they will. But yeah, it, it's it, it's been fun. I, it's the best three hundred dollars I've ever spent. I'm not paid by Oculus to say this or anything like that. And, <laughs> not but, an endorsement. Nope. And I hate the fact that Oculus needs your Facebook profile to log on and all that crap. But if you got an extra three hundred bucks burning a hole in your pocket, get that thing. It's so fun. If you're a
2: gamer, if you're yeah. not a gamer, don't bother. I mean,
3: even if you're not, my kids. I've got I've got three boys. I've got a five year old Fuck it, I just
2: thought of it. Porn. Even if you're not a gamer.
3: I I'm not even gonna lie. Even if I was, you know, just around my wife, I'd tell the truth. I haven't even tried that yet. I've had many people ask me about it, but I haven't. You should at
2: least once. Well,
3: now I got something to do when I get home. (laughs) Sorry, Amber, I know you're already probably sleeping. But hey.
2: Well, see, that's the perfect time. <laughs> right? It's worse if she's awake sitting on the couch across from you.
3: I don't know. That might be kind of interesting, too, you know? Eh, Spark I th- up a new thing.
2: I think it might pull out of it because you've got something, uh, a rig on, and can't see. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody's into different stuff now. Yeah, we'll check back in with John in a few weeks to see if he's gone and pulled this yeah, off. Yeah, this,
3: this will be my my challenge.
2: We'll get a a, a a check in every so often. We'll
3: see if I could experience VR porn in her presence without getting my ass
2: kicked. Dude, I watched a a, a VR video of a, a of a chick giving a blowjob, and it felt like I was really getting a blowjob. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's right. I did the dishes. No,
3: I heard that's an actual thing over in Japan now. It is machines where you could do that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, they also have uh, machines over there, like, at the sperm banks that you just walk up to, stick your dick into, and it's got, like, a sleeve on it, and it yeah. just does the job for you.
3: That's all cool and everything, but I just don't trust people in the sanitization and cleaning industry because, you know, you you can't. Look, man, <laughs> I banged my way
2: through downriver, so I'm, okay, I'm so pretty yeah. much immune to everything.
3: Yeah, dude, COVID ain't got shit on you.
2: I do want to take a moment, though, to uh, wish my primary co-host a uh, very happy birthday. Today is Ace's birthday, and uh, we are saying that he is 21 years old, despite whatever he tries to say. Happy
3: birthday, I don't know you, but happy birthday.
2: (laughs) Happy birthday, I don't know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) But no, uh, today is Ace's birthday, and he is listening at home, and uh, we want to wish him a very happy birthday Um, I hope today was great. I hope today had no stress and tons of of puppy cuddles and uh, the biggest, fattest joints that you could find. Oh, yeah. And if you had to get anyone high today, then your friends suck.
3: (laughs) That's a general (laughs) rule of thumb any day. Eh.
2: On your birthday, though? Yeah, on your birthday. yeah, Yeah. Like any normal day it doesn't matter you know especially to me but if i have to get other people high on my birthday i got some shitty friends yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. uh one last story to, to kind of round out uh, just the 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 normal day-to-day my life stuff the other day and she's not down here so she won't be able to say anything about it my wife had never had shawarma
3: what? Your wife has never had a shawarma? No. What?
2: Okay, so my wife grew up down okay, south. Of any
3: kind, chicken, lamb. No, n-
2: nothing. Oh my! My God. wife grew up down south in Kentucky. Okay, yeah, but that she did. It. Yeah, but she did live up here for quite a few years okay. before we got together.
3: Wow, any time you spend near Detroit, you gotta have a shawarma. Right.
2: Well, it just uh, Middle Eastern food in general. Yeah, of course, dude. Uh, so yesterday we, did, yeah. I think it was yesterday. The days all run together now. Um, yesterday we got shawarma from Billy shawarma up here. It's actually in a gas station, but damn, was it good. Uh, and like I, Eric and I wanted shawarma and she's like, well, I don't know what I want. She's going through the list. What's this? What's this? I was like, lady, I only get chicken shawarma. Usually, you know, I, I, I don't deviate that. that, That's a big thing with me. I find one thing at a restaurant that I like. That's what I'm getting every single time. Uh, so she was like, I guess I'll just get chicken shawarma. And I was like, you're not going to be upset. I brought it home and she ate it and she was like, that's really good.
3: Oh, dude.
2: Yeah. My only complaint is that they put pickles in it instead of pickled turnips.
3: Oh, dude. Yeah. That That's the pivotal point for a good shawarma place is the toppings they use for their shawarma. Yeah. If you get actual like pickle pickles, cucumber pickles. Yeah, you're just at a place that's just kind of...
2: Their hummus is on point, though. Yeah? Yeah. Fucking some of the best hummus I've ever had, they they, they put it inside the shawarma. Um, But like I said, that was the only downside for me is that they use pickles instead of pickled turnips.
3: That's sad.
2: (sighs) It's all right. What can you
3: do, though? I mean...
2: Find a different shawarma place. Exactly,
3: dude. We live near Detroit. There's like a million of them.
2: So And and, that was one of the big things I missed, too, living out of
3: state. A big shout-out to Kitchen 75, by the way. They got some of the best shawarmas around. I'm not joking. And their garlic cilantro fries, best you will ever find.
2: But that was one of the things I missed most about living out of state, is in Arizona there wasn't a lot of Middle Eastern food.
3: No? Well, I mean... You got to think, you're near the biggest uh, Middle Eastern population outside of the Middle East. Yeah, but East. we got pretty good
2: uh, uh, Mexican food. Oh, yeah.
3: Dude, I used to work right off of 75 in, uh, what was it, uh, Springwell's. <coughs> and right down the street from Mexican Town, dude, their taco trucks, oh my god, you get one of those loaded burritos, it's the size of a newborn baby. And when you're done eating it, you give birth to a newborn baby.
2: pretty much. 611, <laughs> are you games, game, uh, uh, games Jaeger? Cause that's what I, I I'm thinking. Uh, guest 611 said, get Bucharest grill in Detroit. It's Bucharest, the
3: best. Yes. Yes. Anytime I'm in Detroit for a game or a big show, I always stop at Bucharest. They have some awesome shawarmas. And if I'm not mistaken, do they still have the bar like kind of attached or whatever? Because I remember the last time I went there, I went to one side for a shawarma, the other side for a flight of draft beer, and it was amazing. I had a great time.
2: Yeah, I have no idea. Welcome back. (laughs) Damn. Um, But, yeah, that was the one thing I missed, is in Arizona, is is not a lot of Middle Eastern food choices. Um, I will say... Some of the best Hispanic food that you'll ever have. Do oh, you guys uh,
3: probably had the best tacos ever on there?
2: Man, there is something that I am desperately trying to get a friend of mine's bar to to do in the summertime. Sorry. It's something that I, I I ran into in Tucson. It is Arizona's version of a coney dog.
3: Okay, it I'm is intrigued. called
2: it is called a Sonoran dog. A Sonoran dog? Yeah, let me uh, pull up it. Here and tell you exactly what it is. Um, so, my buddy's bar, Big League Brews over in Taylor.
3: Oh, Big League. Yeah. Dude, yeah. shout out to my John Marchan, uh, My boy John Marchan. He, he works... Uh, no. Uh, I don't want to... No, I am I may be just a little too buzzed. I may have shouted out the wrong place. But anyway, he makes some damn good food. Sorry, dude,
2: if I shout out the wrong place. No. Uh, <laughs> so, in my, my case, Big League Brews is some of the best fucking food you're ever going to have. Okay. It is upscale bar food more I, like uh I, pub food yep yep uh, i
3: have been there but you know usually when i'm there i'm inebriated to start well, so my memory is kind of lax so
2: so but um <laughs> matt likes to do different food at the bar than you would normally find at the bar like he likes he travels quite a bit uh texas is one of his big stops but he likes to go to different places all over the country and try their menu items And, uh, you know, ends up bringing ideas back for his own bar. I am trying, like, hell to get him to do these, um, if you want to snake around here. Oh, my God. Okay? Just look at the picture first, and then I will tell you what it is.
3: Dude, it looks like hot dog heaven. It is. It's not a hot
2: dog. So, a Sonoran dog is a style of hot dog that originated in Hermosa, the capital of Mexican state of Sonora. Uh, it is popular in Tucson and Phoenix. Um, let me see if it'll give a breakdown of what it is. Uh, okay. So, it consists of a hot dog that is wrapped in bacon and grilled, served on a Belil, Belilo... Style uh, hot dog I'm, bun. I'm
3: already sold.
2: And topped with pinto beans, onions, tomatoes, and a variety of additional com- condiments, often including uh, a mayo mixture that is like spicy, uh, mustard, and jalapeno salsa. Dude,
3: I wasn't even hungry until just now. Holy shit.
2: It is spicy, but it is so fucking good. Wow. And you can't normally get them from a restaurant. Because they just don't taste the same. You have to get them from a food truck if you want them to be good.
3: Dude, that's just like in Mexican town, man. I mean, you could go to any restaurant and get tacos, and they're good. But when you go to the right taco truck, oh yeah, oh, street tacos oh, are way
2: better than fucking restaurant tacos. I don't yeah. care who you are. Oh yeah, dude. And I also missed there. There was this great pizza place um, in Tucson called Cereal Grillers.
3: <laughs> that's a good name. It is. I like so. It
2: their entire menu is inspired by horror movie icons nice um one of their pizzas is called the ghost faced and it has ghost peppers on it hell yeah but uh coolest little niche thing like we found it and went huh that's kind of cool and we decided one night on a lark it was shortly after we got to tucson let's try that place and we tried the food and oh my god it was fucking amazing Hell yeah (laughs) man like, they, they, they rolled the dice on the name that was kitschy, and they backed it up with food that was amazing. That's that's a sign of a good restaurant
3: there. There's so many places now that are popping up where they try and make their own little niche, and the it, the food just doesn't add up, and... end up dying out you know i mean people just need to stop watching food network and hoping to be these next people and just do their own thing or
2: at least find some cooking channels on youtube that are worth watching yeah
3: that's what i do i mean i i barbecue every single weekend I don't cook during the week. My wife, God bless your soul, she cooks every day of the week, you know, and weekend comes around, that's when I bust out the grills. Whether there's a foot of snow or it's 110 degrees. Because Michigan. Yep, I'm (laughs) out there and, yeah, I I love, I love cooking, but I don't know. I I forgot where I was going with this, but.
2: Well, it's just one of the cool things that I, I noticed about the the city of Tucson, and it, it's why I, I I enjoyed my time there because it did remind me a lot of Detroit. Is is the food and the little shops and the the little niche areas that if you don't live there, you don't necessarily know about. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, like I said, I am, I'm desperately trying to get big league brews to do a Sonoran dog. So if you hear this and you're a fan of big league brews, the next time you actually get to go there or you see Matt, ask him if he's going to make a Sonoran dog and I'm going to keep lobbying for this until he relents.
3: Yeah, hey, I'm on board. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm starving right now. I, I wasn't before I got here, but now I am. Cause
2: so. My wife and I, we'd go grocery shopping at uh, a particular store, and there was a food cart. There was a guy doing Sonoran Dogs, had a food cart sitting out in the parking lot. And we would go do our grocery shopping, and when we came out, we'd load the car, we'd spend $10 and get two Sonoran Dogs and two Mexican Cokes.
3: That's a deal, dude. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. And, uh... We uh, we would go home, and we would eat, and then we'd put all the groceries away. Hell yeah, like, man. There was a ritual. But yeah, 10 bucks got you two Sonoran dogs and two Mexican Cokes.
3: <laughs> that's That's badass. We got this Mexican place down the street from us. I'm not going to say any names, but they make tacos and burgers and hot dogs. They're kind of a Mexican and Caucasian kind of restaurant and they make these street tacos and I worked in Detroit right out right on the border of Mexican town for five years. And they're talking about authentic street tacos and it's dude, it's ground hamburger meat and lettuce. Like dude, if you get lettuce on a taco, it's not an authentic taco. You that gotta is get correct. the spicy lettuce. cilantro. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> spicy lettuce. <laughs> My wife's cra- gets cracked up about that when i call it that but yeah it's spicy lettuce man you gotta have cilantro if they put lettuce on there or tomatoes you're not at the right place
2: no if you get tomatoes it's because you you got uh, salsa of some sort or pico pico de gallo yeah
3: yeah. But if you just order straight-up tacos, you are not going to find lettuce or tomatoes no. on them things. You're going to find onions, you're going to find peppers, you're going to find
2: cilantro. <laughs> That's you... like the wife. She's like, I love Taco Bell. Why? <laughs> Why?
3: Dude, I love Taco Bell, too, though. Why? I have to be... dude. <laughs> once you get beyond a certain level of inebriated, Taco Bell becomes the food of the
2: gods it Uh, it was always white castle uh, for me but
3: well i mean i love no no hate towards white castle i love you ladies you guys are always in my heart but
2: that's a dangerous statement to make in 2020 (laughs) john You might want to rephrase that. I don't want to have to answer any emails. I love White
3: Castle. I am a Caucasian American that has love for all races, ethnicities, people of color, different origins. Blah blah blah. blah. How to make
2: your guest uncomfortable in three? <laughs> I know. right? Two, one.
3: Anywho, yes, Whitey Burgers. I love you. You're awesome, but. When you get hammered, Taco Bell just takes on a whole new persona. It does. Lunchtime, at work, Taco Bell. Nah, dude, I don't feel like having crippling diarrhea for the rest of the night. Right. Three o'clock in the morning after a good show pre-coronavirus, oh my god taco bell is like gordon ramsay style like fine dining
2: three o'clock in the morning after a good show i'm gonna wind up with diarrhea probably anyways (laughs) no matter how the night the rest of the night so you might as
3: well compound that with good food
2: all Uh, right we're gonna go ahead and go to our first break uh you're gonna get our featured artist stormstress uh this is the last night that stormstress is our featured artist uh this is also our last live show for the year um i'll tell you more about that when we come back from the break anyways you're going to get storm as our featured artist and then you're going to get rev theory and screw with lips you're listening to the odd pod on TapDetroit.com, and we will be right back are you tired of incense that stinks motor city candleworks is metro detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil with a wide array of scents inspired by michigan cities and attractions You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell.
1: This just in It seems the entire planet is being overtaken by a force unlike anything we've ever seen before Its tentacles reach across the entire globe From Beijing to Boston From Moscow to Madrid There seems to be no escaping its influence It seems life as we know it will be forever changed now that the odd pod has arrived To stay up to date on all developments, and we're urging that you stay informed. You can hear the latest information about the Odd Pod by searching for it on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, we can only be as safe as we are vigilant.
3: Are you lonely? Husband not satisfying you? Boyfriend stepping out on you? Or you're just looking for a guy to show you a good time? Please call John Fox Escort and Entertainment Services. John Fox is a qualified and trained professional escort with years of practice in the ways of servicing your needs. When you get John Fox Escort and Entertainment Services, you get the best. John Fox will take care of your every needs. So if you're a lonely woman, or maybe your husband just isn't doing his husbandly duties, and you are of legal drinking age, call John Fox today at 313-FOX-JOHN. John John Fox Escort and Entertainment Services is a division of Don No Deal Incorporated. No satisfaction is guaranteed or implied. The views and opinions expressed by John Fox in no way represent TapDetroit.com or its affiliates. Any diseases acquired by utilizing John Fox Escort and Entertainment Services are the end user's responsibility and will not be looked
2: at or diagnosed by TapDetroit.com. That's right. Yes, sir.
3: Yes sir, I'm sorry, but that business is temporarily suspended as to I am
2: married happily. I wouldn't say temporarily then.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I just gotta you know. Watch it. <laughs> I love you, Amber. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I love my wife. I I speak in jest. That's all. I, yeah. Uh, i am happily married that commercial has been aired with my and my wife's approval just because it's funny as hell and shout out to my boy lou abraham who did those beautiful bass tones in that voice he is awesome yep him and my wife special thanks for allowing me to air that again without getting my ass kicked.
2: So here's the thing. Now that I have it in my possession and I've been able to play it, it'll pop up occasionally throughout the rest of the the run of the show. Like, not this episode, just the course. It'll pop up again. And uh, we'll use it as maybe kind of an Easter egg. We won't run it all the time. We we'll, we'll see when you find it. Uh, <laughs> but the thing was, is when Planky... Uh, so what started is, Planky and I, uh, we understand this network on a, a, a level. that that clicks because i ran my own network i know what he's trying to do he's running his own network i he i I know what he's trying to do so i can help and we got talking about radio um you know planky's worked in an actual radio station i've only been in a real radio station for like a couple of months um hello mr brown um and uh so we got talking about what we did and what we did was kind of similar and uh, Planky started telling me about the Don No Deal commercials. Yes, those were awesome. I have all of them. Um, dude. And I, he's, he said, you can play them if you want. And I'm like, I'm going to. They're all fucking great. I Don love no Don No Deal. Don No is Deal. the man. Don uh, No Deal, yes. But when we were talking about Don No Deal, he told me about the John Fox commercial. <laughs> And he told me that he didn't really want to play it after you got married because, you know, he he thought it was a respect thing. Yeah,
3: but, you know, I actually played that to my wife when we were just dating before we were engaged, before anything, and she thought it was hilarious. And everybody knew it was a joke. I mean, come on. I mean... Go ahead, dial the phone number, one eight 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 fox john I mean, go ahead, dial that number and see where it gets you. I guarantee it's not going to get to my phone. Be funny but, as hell,
2: ladies and gentlemen, if his phone lit up right now.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, Amber. Um, no, but for real, though, yeah, it, it was just hilarious, but mad respect to Planky for, you know, yeah, I get it, man. Thank you so much, but... I wouldn't have married this woman if she didn't have the same sense of humor I did. I told her whenever I married her, I was going to make her laugh at least one time a day. If you guys play this every day, then I can fulfill that dream.
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> I, my wife doesn't necessarily always like my my, my sense of humor. Oh, same or at, least, here. at least she plays like she doesn't. There There's shit that I say that definitely gets under her skin, but I say it <laughs> to get under her skin. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Oh, yeah. Um uh, but then there's other stuff where she's just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and I learn. Oh, I get that, that look all the time. That's I love you. Yeah. You know, anytime that you've ever heard that, <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah. I love you too. See,
3: I don't even hear it. I just get that look and I know that's exactly the thoughts going through her mind. And
2: it just makes me love her more. There was one that... <laughs> Every so often, I'll I'll catch her on something too. Like she'll say something, and I'll flip it back, and there's there's not a lot of room. Uh, one of those cases happened not too long ago. Um, we have one of those cushioned toilet seats, Ooh. Um, and I noticed that when you sit on the toilet seat, it it hisses.
3: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> like yeah, the I air. Know exactly what you're talking
2: about. Yep. Well, I also realized that the sound that the toilet seat makes is the same sound my wife makes when I've said a bad joke. <laughs> and I pointed this out, and she looked at me, and she's like, I hate you. And I hear I hate you, and you're right. Yep. <laughs> it's like, why'd you have to point it out that way? That That's the, the big thing, apparently. Oh, um, but, uh, you know, being married has its own unique set right. of...
3: Seriously, though, I mean, I waited until I was in my 30s, and I found her, and I just knew she was the one. I'm happy that I settled down with her because I have dodged a lot of fucking bullets in the past.
2: Well, I will say this. From what I've seen you post, like the pictures of your family and stuff, and the stuff that I've seen her post that... uh Uh, she's tagged you in, uh, she seems like a very awesome woman. She is
3: honest to God, the best thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. And I won't trade it for anything. Um, I mean, seriously, dude, I was a fucking wreck before I met her. You have no idea. Oh, I know.
2: I Uh, I don't know. No, but I know to a certain point. Well, I mean, and I can't imagine that, that things got any easier from that point.
3: I mean, directly before I met her for the previous five years, my entire life consisted of working my fucking ass off, collecting the biggest paycheck that I could, and then spending that whole paycheck going to local shows, concerts, big shows, and just parting my fucking ass off. I'm like, you know what, if I can't make it forward in life, I'm just gonna enjoy the I'm gonna enjoy the best I can. So I spent a good portion of my life moshing and then one day like i man i was uh okay there's this band named kill whitey and they split and the lead singer mike williams he formed a new band Pickaxe preacher and i was lucky enough to get invited to be in their first music video angels in the ground look it up it's pretty cool i'm the to do with the mohawk Um, but yeah, I had a blast doing that. And then they had their CD release party afterwards. I go and I just see this little cute punk rock chick stand there all by herself and offered her a beer. And then fast forward to today, we got, you know, three kids between the two of us. We're living happily, dude. Music's awesome how it works that way.
2: Well, see, there was a board that I created when I, I i restarted the the radio show but yeah. like, consider it like a dream board or whatever essentially it's a fucking text file that's all it is i i i've put this big label on it but really it's a text file and so what it was it was all the things i wanted to accomplish with the show this time um, I also had one uh, set for milestones and whatnot. Which, by the way, just to, to, to veer off on a little bit, I am very proud of myself. I have hit every one of the phase one milestones that I set for myself. There you go. And I wasn't even trying. So thank you for helping me get there, everyone who's been involved. But on this dream board, I had three things. Um, one is I want to do a ghost hunt with the show. I want to take the cast... You know, everyone that that has been was involved in the core of the start of the show. And I want to go and do a, a ghost hunt, paranormal uh, yeah, investigation. And some Eloise. Right. Ro- ro- yeah. Eloise is yeah. where we want to where I wanted to go. I'm, I'm hoping that I can do it in the spring, but I've, I've heard some things that might make that not possible. Yeah. But uh, I'm not worried about that right Love now. The subject. Uh, I want to break a world record. Oh, really? Um, like for what? Broadcasting.
3: Okay.
2: Um, so a two man team has to go 48 hours straight, I believe. Uh, but a single man has to do like 80 some hours broadcasting live. Seems I, possible.
3: It does. I mean, you might need a little chemical encouragement, you know. Right.
2: And I also have to see what the rules are for live <laughs> broadcasting <laughs> because right. I do have to pee.
3: I mean, and plus, you got to think, I mean, what, truckers 40 years ago, you know, I mean. Oh, yeah, I know it's possible. (laughs) I just want to know what the
2: specific specifications are, you know. There's
3: got to be some boundaries set,
2: you know. And the third thing is, I want to start my own religion. Like, you want to be a cult leader? I don't necessarily consider it a cult. Okay. So the idea is I have the idea for the religion. I, I I've told it to a couple of people. I'm I'm all ears. Music.
3: Okay, I'm you've already got my attention.
2: So the idea is this it doesn't matter what genre you're into. Okay. Music is music brings peace? Yeah, music brings solace. Music brings comfort. Even if you're angry and you want to listen to angry music, music brings peace and comfort and solace in yeah. that anger. Even some sort of release. I mean,
3: yeah, I get it.
2: So, what is what is the supposed idea behind the religions that that, that worship Jesus? He brings peace and comfort, right? Stability and you know, peace of mind. You know, things like that. So, I want to use religion as the the crux of of or music as the crux of this religion.
3: I do believe there was a machine head song that referenced
2: basically what you 're talking about but the idea is simple and and all you have to do to 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 be a member is is enjoy music and and want to share music with others and understand that music isn't I hesitate to say that there isn't there is no bad music.
3: Well, yeah, of course. I mean, but I mean, it's subjective. That's another thing. That's yeah. that's what's really weird about music is you've got so many different genres, but it's so subjective. You could have 99.9% of the population hate this one kind of music, but you got the diehards. They're they're there for it, you know? I mean, they love it.
2: And, but yeah, I I don't have a firm full but that is that is a very rough outline is the religion i want to start the you will worship music
3: i'm sure it's been done before i mean charles manson had a very broad outline that was very musically encompassing i'm pretty sure yep and i'm, I'm not i'm not <laughs>
2: interested in multiple wives or any of that weird shit like let's just get together well, once a week I'm... in a room together when we can again and listen to music yeah even church music there's some hymns that are pretty cool yeah. and there's I a, mean,
3: it's all about making you feel good on the inside that's there's it.
2: an interesting way that you can do Even regular church music and hymns and whatnot. One of my favorite movies is um, called uh, The Fighting Temptations. Never seen it. It's a a Cuba Gooden Jr. and Beyonce movie, but it it, it revolves around a small town church, but they've used modern sounds to recreate the the, uh, religious or faith-based music okay it sounds really good to me, you know like I could listen to that i it doesn't even bother me that it's about God, like you know i I'm down, yeah. um, uh, but that's the thing is like music music is 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 it doesn't matter like let's get together once a week, we don't necessarily have to put on our our favorite clothes uh, our best clothes. I tell you what you do, you get your band shirt, whatever band shirt you have. That's what you wear on the day of worship yep. for the, the religion I'm talking about.
3: And that's where
2: this John's already working. worshiping. <laughs> right now, G.G. Oh, Allen.
3: Fuck yeah, man. Oh, man. That was a good show, by the way. I just, I, My wife had never uh, even heard of G.G. Allen before oh I met her. And um, just a couple years ago, the murder junkies came to town at uh, St. Andrews Hall, I do believe. And I took her to the show. It's a funny story, actually. Um, Show up. I got to work the next day. We just show up because we just heard that they were playing. I'm like, this is Gigi Allen's band. Yeah, he's dead now. They got a new lead singer. But this is still his brother and, you know, everybody's the same except for the lead singer. This is awesome. Let's go. We went. They were playing their hearts out for, like, a song and a half. And the whole crowd is just standing around just kind of bopping their heads and I'm like what the hell is going on here I remember watching these shows of Gigi Allen where he's going crazy Mm -hmm. on stage it's just chaos everywhere I'm not even going to get into the disgusting shit that he got into on stage i'm sure anybody who's heard the name gg allen knows yeah but um yeah this is the murder junkies you know and everybody's just standing around like it's a local punk rock show like everybody's like oh i've never heard these guys before <laughs> so anyway me and my wife are sitting there we had a couple pbrs and i had a couple jameson shots and these guys are playing two, three songs, and I look over at this other dude in the pit, and he's looking at me. He's got the same look on his face. What the fuck is going on? Exactly. So at the very beginning of the next song, I look at him. He looks at me. We both nodded each other, and I just shove the shit out of him so hard he goes flying halfway across the stage. Somebody catches him, throws him back into me, and then this gigantic freaking... It was a big mosh pit for being like 30 people, but, you know, it was pretty fucking brutal. By the end of the night, this dude that I started the mosh pit with was pouring shots of Jameson down my throat. He kept disappearing, going to the bar, coming back with shots, and just dumping them down my throat. My wife is off in the distance just watching me. Like, this is the first time she's seen me go full-on primal. And I am just tearing shit up. I wake up the next day. I've got to work. Mind you, I'm operating heavy machinery, a 75-ton machine, stacking shipping containers. I wake up the next day. I realize that my finger is broken. Yeah, I jammed it so hard in the mosh pit that I ended up breaking my finger. Work through the whole day. I go into the urgent care the next day, get a splint put on my finger and whatnot, and suffered through like a damn near three day hangover, but dude, it was so cool it sounds like it. <laughs> Sorry, right. I meant to I didn't mean to drone on there. But...
2: No, you're good. No, <laughs> this show is all about telling stories, but we do have to go to our next break. Um, you're going to get uh, oh, you're going to get some new stuff. You're going to get uh, the Chinchillionaires, they're a new band. Uh, you're going to get a new song from Carmel Liberty and uh, you're also going to get uh, Bryce Rogers. Uh, so Denim Jesus or Denim Jean Jesus by the Chinchillionaires. A Christmas on the Rocks by Carmel Liberti. And Cool by Bryce J. Rogers. You're listening to The Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com. And we will be back. Thanks for checking out The Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to Patreon.com forward slash TheOddPod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to TapDetroit.com forward slash TheOddPod to follow us today. We're already following you and you forgot to buy milk.